Welcome back to On the Record, the internal podcast of Axel Springer. Matthias, it's been a while. Absolutely, but I'm glad that we are speaking now. In, indeed, we had uh, you know a lot to do in recent weeks, but nothing that was really relevant for our global audience in this format. So uh, it's been quiet for longer than in the weeks before that, but it's very good to have you back. We want to talk today about you know, the continuation of the topic that really is driving a lot of the discussions in the broader economy, but especially when it comes to the development in the uh, media and tech landscape, and that is artificial intelligence. We had the Media and Tech Con of Axel Springer with close to a thousand people attending, and that was pretty much the lead topic in every single panel discussion is what is the real impact of the technology of artificial intelligence for us. We've spoken about this in this format before. What's happened since? What's your view? So first of all, it's really fascinating, as you have said, how dominant this topic is, and not only at Axel Springer, but everywhere. Every business leader I talk to uh, is really kind of obsessed, as if it had been a total surprise. I mean, we are working with artificial intelligence for many, many years, And through this arrival of uh, models like uh, ChatGPT, uh, generative AI, large language models, the use case, I think, has changed people's mindset and everybody is obsessed about it. And I have to say, rightly so. Usually, if everybody speaks about that topic, I tend to say, well, then let me speak about something else. Mm -hmm. In that case, I think it is appropriate to see that as the main opportunity and challenge for a company like Axel Springer. So what has been decided since we spoke last time, we had a leadership summit in Washington and we were gathering with our international top executives. And also here, there was next to our purpose freedom, only one kind of relevant topic, and that was generative AI and what should we do. And we agreed after intense and fascinating discussions, particularly with our CTOs and tech experts, we agreed on a couple of initiatives. Mm -hmm. And that is very concretely, on the one hand, most importantly, to empower all our unit leaders and their teams to come up decentrally with initiatives, projects, products, tests, in order to take advantage of the tools of generative AI. This has potentially an impact on all our classified businesses, on e-commerce businesses, on digital publishing. So for the whole portfolio, they are very different but potentially transforming changes. And that's why we need these initiatives and they have to come bottom up and not they cannot be kind of decided top down. So that is one and I think the most important thing. The second thing is that we really uh, decided to establish an M&A competence center, an M&A team that needs to entirely focus on acquisitions, early stage acquisitions or later stage acquisitions in AI companies that can be, for various reasons, important, attractive for Axel Springer. Mm -hmm. Perhaps we make five picks and five times 
it does work. That is possible. Perhaps we pick among them the new stepstone that is transforming Axel Springer going forward. We have to be ahead of the curve also here. Had we decided uh, one and a half decades ago, oh, classifieds, job classifieds, real estate classifieds, that's the backbone of our newspaper business. Let's try to prevent that development on the digital side and kind of uh, try to, to avoid that we would have been in a totally different situation. Instead that we decided, let's proactively invest in companies that potentially disrupt our existing business. And the same thing we have to do with regard to AI. So M&A is decisive. And the third point is that we want to send at least three people, three people in senior positions or just kind of very competent people for um, a couple of months into the competence centers of generative AI, like we did uh, many years ago with some of our leaders that we sent to the Silicon Valley, which was then the kind of center of innovation. Now these centers have shifted a little bit and we have to be present with our best people there. And we are in the process to get applications for that. Uh, so I encourage everybody who is interested, uh, make your case. And perhaps this can be an interesting experience for you and transformative for the company. So those are three uh, initiatives. On top of that, we have one kind of centrally organized team that coordinates all these efforts uh, under the leadership of uh, Samir here uh, in Berlin. And uh, maybe a lot of other initiatives will come on top of that. But those are the first things that we decided upon. Let me challenge you a little bit. Are we too late to the game? Or are we still, is it possible still that we're part of the leading group? Well, you know, the question is very appropriate because the speed uh, of AI developments is almost happening in an exponential way. So I'm always saying one month in AI is like two years in the old internet. I don't know if it's exactly two years or whatever it is, but it is way faster. And uh, the advantages that big players have with uh, regard to their data treasury and with that, then the product advantages is enormous. So I would say, yes, we are late. I think we are definitely not too late. And the good news is among the latecomers, we are the early movers. So uh, <laughs> you could say, of course, there are experts around who have created these uh, products that have almost unbeatable advantages. But I think we are. The, the timing is right now is the moment where things are concretizing to really make moves. On the one hand, to use the, the tools of AI in order to optimize the quality of our products. That must be the main goal that we have. On the second layer, to invest into uh, companies that can really, with AI, reach completely new levels for Axel Springer. And thirdly, of course, that also has to be mentioned, it is in the end also a regulatory issue where we have to make sure that our voice is heard if it is about a fair uh, level playing field of competition and an appropriate regulation that helps that AI is good for uh, the empowerment of humans and not the other way around. I mean, we're talking about artificial intelligence, but what you just said there, you could you know, rewind the clock 10 years, 15 years, we would have had the same discussion about IP and those copyright issues with, you know, the upcoming sort of search engines, platforms, etc. Did everybody... With, a, with acceleration of the self-learning machines, the danger this time is uh, like what we have discussed with regard to the platforms of the first generation now on steroids. This is in a completely different dimension. 
with regard to opportunity, but also with regard to, to threat. But is your feeling that everybody involved here, the, you know, the, the policy makers, the AI platforms or the AI engineers, as well as, you know, the, the IP owners, um, that everybody realizes that it is exactly that? It's no, the same and, thing? Uh, and how could they? Uh, I mean, maybe that in this case, more business leaders and more politicians are aware that something very fundamental is happening here. That is the case because some of them learned from the mistakes that we made with regard to platforms of the first generation yeah. and their developments and market dominating positions and their power abuse. But also because this time it is way more directly relevant for politicians. It is about power. It's about why does China not allow that ChatGPT operates in China? Because they know very well that that shapes perceptions, that that shapes opinions, that these answer machines can also manipulate sentiments in a society or political decisions, upheaval, whatever it is. So every politician understands it is about us. It is about power. It's about democracy. It's about diversity of views and diversity of, um, in a way, also power. And I think uh, that's one reason to be a bit more optimistic. So the short answer is no, of course, not everybody got it. And how could a politician be deeply kind of informed about all these aspects and developments if even the people who have created these machines don't know it in the end what, what the machine is going to do next in, in, in every aspect. So the topic is just too complex and too complicated, but the general idea that we have to find ways to avoid excesses and abusive behavior, I think that's pretty broadly understood. Mm -hmm. This is a topic that gets more important every day. We see how easy it is almost for everybody to manipulate a photo, yeah. to create a video that has never been based on reality, to kind of replicate the voice of a person. So text is the, the, the easiest, but in a way you could say almost the most boring way to fake things. But fake is becoming a growing danger. And now we can either be part of that and people will lose their trust into our products or we are the solution. And I think our opportunity is really to be a important element that prevents uh, the success of deepfake and is a filter for, for relevant and truthful information. Yeah, I think that is, you know, that is one of the biggest questions about the future, especially for, for any media company, which is how do you differentiate in the era of AI from all these automations that can lead to trust issues, as you put it. Absolutely. And, you know, I, what I really don't like if, if people are just kind of in a superficial way talking down to the first offerings of generative AI saying, oh, it's so boring, it's so obvious, it's uh, not so smart as human beings could be. This arrogance is inappropriate. Be aware that the progress of these products is happening fast speed. And I find the results that I see already quite impressive. So instead of criticizing it, we should rather um, embrace it. But at the same time, also with a kind of very reasonable approach, simply say, okay, one element that is dangerous here is the manipulation or is misinformation and uh, fake. And this is the traditional role of journalism. We 
try to bring truth to light. We try to show the other side of the coin. We try to prevent manipulation through trustful and correct and truthful information. So this role, with the help of great technology, I think that is our role. And that is a golden moment, perhaps, for journalism to bring journalism and its social relevance, uh, to bring journalism and its relevance in society to a new level. Let me come back to something that you mentioned at the outset, um, which is, you know, that we created an M&A task force, however you want to call it, to look into possible acquisitions in the AI space. And then maybe just to ask you to give us a little bit more context of what they're looking at, what kind of technology or what kind of companies they're looking at. I think most important is that we are open about it. Uh, if we would just say we only pick those where we see a direct impact to empower our existing activities that could limit us. Of course, that is a first uh, criteria. A second criteria is clearly this aspect of how to avoid fakes and how to increase uh, trustworthiness and truthfulness. And here tech can help and I can, AI can help. AI can be the problem and AI can be the solution. And with our expertise, we can make sure that it's becoming the solution, at least that we own or co-own assets that are doing that. But maybe there is also a third uh, category of businesses that have more the focus to disrupt existing classified businesses, existing e-commerce businesses and price comparison, existing media brands and journalism. I would be very interested to understand these businesses and invest. Again, let me take the StepStone example. When we invested in StepStone, this was the biggest threat to our existing Newspapers. newspaper business. Mm. So, uh, and we did it, fortunately, and we should do it too uh, in, the, in, the, in the case of Generative AI. If somebody wants to kill journalism, okay, let us understand how and why and let us journalists uh, do it ourselves. That's a good, uh, <laughs> good sentiment to end on. Matthias, uh, we could go on for hours. I'm sure we're going to pick this up in other formats as well. Berlin Calling is around the corner. AI is definitely going to be uh, uh, the headline topic there. Uh, and I look forward to our continued discussions around this. So do I. Thank you, Adip. Thanks. <laughs>